0: Identify the design features that will help maximize participation in a 401k plan. Part of the challenge of maintaining a 401k plan is satisfying the special ADP and ACP non-discrimination tests. This generally requires getting a large percentage of the non-highly compensated employees to participate. There are a number of plan features that are often included to help meet that goal. Now, Most 401k plans contain a matching contribution to encourage employee participation. In many plans, the matching contribution is a fixed amount. For example, the sponsor might agree to contribute 50 cents to the plan for each dollar the employee saves, up to the first 6% of compensation that the participant saves. Here, the maximum employer match is 3% of compensation. The presumption is that a 50% match will be enough of an enticement to encourage participants to contribute at least 6%. Now, one useful way to characterize the match to the participants is, is as an instant return on the participant savings. Depending upon the employer's objectives, there are many other options when designing a match. An employer with a small budget might start with a 25% match, hoping that this is enough of an enticement. Another common matching design is a graded schedule. For example, the employer contributes 50 cents for each dollar saved by the plan participant, up to 4% of covered earnings. for each dollar saved over 4% but not more than 8% of covered earnings. Now some employers use a graded schedule to reward long service for example providing a 50% match for employees with up to five years of service and a 75% match for those with five or more years of service. Now matching contributions can also be made on a discretionary basis Now, this may be appealing to the employer, but may not have the effect of encouraging employee participation. But during the recession of 2008, we did see some employers switch from a stated match to a discretionary matching approach. Now, in addition to considering the matching amount, the sponsor also has to choose vesting provisions for the company matching contribution. A vesting schedule with a match can really be a disincentive to participate for those individuals uncertain of whether they will satisfy the vesting provisions. For this reason, some employers adopt immediate full vesting with matching contributions. Another newer design consideration for 401 plans is an automatic enrollment provision. With automatic enrollment, all newly eligible employees are signed up for the plan. Now each will have the The default salary deferral amount unless he or she elects out of the plan or elects a different deferral amount. Studies have shown that this type of provision can improve plan participation as some employees choose the path of least resistance. A 401 plan can be made more flexible by allowing participants to treat some or all of their salary deferral contributions as Roth contributions. This means that the participant would have the option to forego tax deferral in exchange for tax-free treatment upon distribution. For those participants interested in the Roth IRA, the Roth 401k is even more attractive since the contribution limits are higher and there are no income phase-out rules that prohibit highly compensated employees from contributing. From the 401k plan's perspective, Roth 401k contributions are characterized as salary deferral contributions subject to the salary deferral limit and subject to the ADP test. Note that employees cannot make a Roth election on employer contributions. Several other design features are common to 401 plans because employees perceive salary deferrals as their own money. Most 401 plans give participants control over investment direction of their account. Participants will generally be able to choose from a limited selection of investment alternatives and consequently will structure their investments to match their own financial objectives. Also, employees may be reluctant to make salary deferrals unless they can access funds in case of an emergency. Participant loan programs are quite common in 401 plans because they allow at least limited access without tax consequences. Another way for employees to access funds is through hardship withdrawals. Now, there are also a number of 401 design considerations that are primarily about satisfying the non-discrimination test. For one, Since eligible non-highly compensated employees who choose not to participate make it harder to satisfy the ADP test, the employer may choose to exclude those unlikely to contribute from the plan entirely. Now this is allowed as long as the plan covers enough employees to satisfy the minimum coverage requirements of Code Section 410B. Now these rules are pretty flexible and will allow the exclusion of at least 30% of the non-highly compensated workforce. Another issue has to do with the timing of the ADP test. The general rule is called prior year testing since the deferral percentage allowed for the highly compensated employees this year is tied to the prior year's average ADP for the non-highly compensated group. Prior year testing means that at the beginning of the year the administrator knows the allowable deferral percentages for the HCEs and can limit contributions accordingly. Now, Treasury regulations also give the plan sponsor the option to elect current year testing. Some employers do make this election, since an improvement in the deferral percentage of the non-highly compensated employees for the current year means that the HCEs can defer more this year as well. Even with careful planning, plans do sometimes fail the ADP and the ACP tests. The employer has to correct the failure by the end of the following year to avoid plan disqualification. A correction is a complex subject, but generally the employer can choose one of three correction approaches. One is to return contributions to the highly compensated. Another option is to make additional contributions for the non-highly compensated employees. For these contributions to be treated as salary deferrals, they need to be fully vested and subject to the withdrawal restrictions that apply to salary deferrals. A third option is to recharacterize excess contributions as after tax contributions. Another approach is to avoid the non discrimination test entirely by making what is called a safe harbor contribution to either the 401 plan or another defined contribution plan. One option is to make a non elective contribution in the amount of 3 percent of compensation for all eligible non highly compensated employees. As an alternative, the employer can make a matching contribution for non-highly compensated employees. The match is 100% of elective contributions up to 3% of compensation, and 50% of elective contributions in excess of 3% and up to 5% of compensation. With this option, an employee could receive a maximum match of 4% of compensation. These safe harbor contributions must be fully vested and are subject to the hardship withdrawal provisions that apply to salary deferral contributions. Now, Plans with automatic enrollment have a third safe harbor option. With what is referred to as a qualified automatic enrollment feature, the plan can choose from a non-elective or matching approach which requires a minimum contribution if the matching approach is chosen, the maximum matching contribution is 3.5% of compensation, slightly lower than the 4% under the original matching safe harbor design. Also under this type of safe harbor, a plan can actually require two years of service before full vesting participants in the safe harbor contribution.